Hi, my name is Sue T and I'm a PYP Curriculum Manager at the International Baccalaureate with responsibility for the early years. Welcome to the IB Voices podcast. On October 12, a new teacher support material was launched on the PRC called The Early Years in the PYP. I'm delighted to be joined by Anna Van Dam and Catherine O'Connell, two passionate and experienced early years educators, to talk about the new materials and hear their thoughts around the content. Welcome, Anna and Kate. It's great to have you here. So um, as educators who are both working in PYP classrooms with young learners, can you tell me what excites you about the new materials? Maybe you, Kate, first. Yeah, absolutely. I'm super excited about the new um, central features model and the inclusion of symbolic exploration and expression. I also really like the accessibility of the document and the distinctions that are made in the tables. So the early years in the PYP document, it mirrors the from principles into practice. So there's a section on the early learner, there's a section on early learning and teaching, and there's a section on the early learning community. And in that, um, there are concepts such as learner agency, And then it clearly lays out um, for you in a um, familiar pattern that includes laying the foundations, examples um, from teaching practices, questions to consider, and connections to the primary years. And I find one of the most helpful sections I think that teachers will find helpful for them is under the examples of teaching practices, there's a place called um, it's slightly titled differently in each section, but the role of the educator. So when I'm leading workshops for the IB, one of the most frequent questions I get is, am I doing this right? You know, am I a PYP teacher? How am I going to know when I'm a PYP teacher? So this place will be really great for them to go and say, okay, this defines the role of the educator and this is what I can do. I love that the document connects play and agency And um, I just also really love all the tables, the figures, and the charts that really will help people access the information. Um, You know, a criticism that I've heard in the past is that the documents are just so um, big and complex and hard to access all the information to know what to do in the classroom. And um, the charts and tables, like, for example, figure one is... um, learning learning through play supports belonging. Another thing I really love about the document is that it is very well researched and it validates play-based learning as the way that young children learn. So it supports us in what we already know is best teaching and learning is allowing children to learn through play. Absolutely, I'm really glad to hear you talking about those tables and diagrams. Um, because you say it, 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 it is actually a very large document. It's like 91 pages. But I think that the docu- the tables and the diagrams make it much more accessible. And that was a very deliberate choice to put those in. Uh, and there are some great graphics around things like creating a central idea and creating your lines, lines of inquiry, which just makes the process very visual for the learners. Um, Anna, what would you like to add? 
Well, I think it's just a really nice sort of elaboration of that foundation that was written, the principles into practice. So if you think about uh, what we wrote there about uh, early learners and those kind of pillars, uh, relationships, spaces, play and symbolic exploration, but there was just so much more needed. So I think it's wonderful that the IB has taken this on. Uh, and I think it's really that early, early years lens um, that is needed to support uh, early years educators across the world with um, practices in early years. Just more examples, uh, more support, so to say, in one place. So what excites me is more information about the role of concepts in the early years, um, an elaboration of that idea of play as inquiry, and I think very, very strong links between play and how it supports the development of those key skills here that are known as the approaches to learning, and then also the link with the IB learner profile. So I, I find sometimes early years educators see these as distinct things, but they're all interconnected, aren't they? And through play, uh, young children really develop the key set of skills that helps them to become self-regulated learners. So the other thing that I enjoy is the link that is made to the work in the primary years, and I'm thinking sort of grade one and up, um, suggestions for further readings um, and those questions that are part of each section that um, coordinators and teams can, can discuss together. And if I zoom in a little bit more, I'd say what I really enjoy is that overview of not only the approaches to learning, so all these key skills, but also then the approaches to teaching in the early years. So I guess, you know, some pillars of good IB practice uh, geared towards early years um, that hopefully will support more dialogue between team members um, about what that means in their specific context. Um, it's interesting that you've sort of both picked up on those those four key features um, of early learning um, and, and they are absolutely still there in this document and very key. It, um, what we've tried to do, I suppose, is put that early years lens on the, all of the pillars um, of the PYP. So that's great to hear. Um, let's think now, what opportunities do you think they invite? Um, Anna, I'd like to throw that one to you first. Well, I think one thing that perhaps, you know, in my work with educators across the world, I've noticed that this whole notion of symbolic exploration and expression is quite new and perhaps something that had to be elaborated on. So I think it does invite opportunities uh, to think more deeply about the link between literacy and numeracy. And again, like Catherine said, the role of the adult then. Um, I was really struck by this idea of symbolic languages um, ha having different forms. So not only written, but also spoken language, the visual arts, of course, mathematics, but also physical movement. And that all of that supports young children with making sense of the world. Right? It supports them with inquiring. <clears throat> literacy and numeracy as key symbolic language forms that still support students in gaining more sophisticated understandings over time. And this is a really powerful idea that I think early educators could um, inquire into so that we move away from this idea that we're working on the development of that sort of individual separate set of learning goals, but that we look at this more holistically and that this is a skill that children evolve over time. Um, and that are and that, that these two skills are interconnected, right? That literacy and numeracy are interconnected uh, forms of, uh, of of being in the world, I guess. 
The other thing that excites me is that really focus on languages spoken at home and in the community as forms of symbolic expression. And then last but not least, um, you know, that we see that um, those home languages are really viewed as crucial for cognitive growth. How about you, Catherine? Yeah, thanks, Anna. Um, I think that the document invites opportunities for both individual teacher self-reflection, um, but also for group reflection. And I see this document really being support as an early years coordinator or curriculum coordinator um, to use in meetings, to take meaningful chunks or take a uh, a section on a certain concept that teachers want to know more about, and then to ask those reflection questions and do the readings. Um, and I think that there's an invitation, um, not just to reflect on what you know about the concept, but really with the clearer definitions and the tables, charts, and graphics, you can reflect going further. Yeah, even if you're someone who is an advanced or early years educator, you can say, what more can I be doing with symbolic exploration and play? Or what more can I be doing with agency? So I feel that the, the questions offer an opportunity for differentiation for different levels of practitioners to access the document. That's really great to hear. Anna, um, I, I want to go back to what you were saying about that importance of the recognition of the languages of the, of the home and the community. Um, in that it acknowledges that that those funds of knowledge that the children bring with them, all that kind of richness that they bring with them in their own um, literacy uh, and numeracy practices. So I'm, I'm really pleased that you've also sort of picked up on that from the documentation as well. That acknowledging the funds of knowledge through, yes, that uh, each child is a competent, capable learner, like, and, and, and that it's so important. And that kind of brings us back to you know, what we believe about learners. Absolutely. Thank you both, Anna and Catherine, for sharing your thoughts on the new Early Years materials. Thank you for listening and be sure to check more episodes of IB Voices on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Join us next time for more insights from our students, teachers, educators and more.